Hey everybody, podcast is on and also our Facebook Live is on. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm just trying to get another uh, Instagram Live going on. And uh, I'm really going to enjoy talking about this one because this one here is something that I wish I could really share more on. Um, and I'm going to do my best that I can because I think it's a really, really important one for those who are starting off. And the topic I'm going to talk about today is basically five things that I wish that I knew when I had first started training. And what I mean by that, I mean, I've been training for the last, you know, 11 years now, and I've made a lot of mistakes. And I've actually based my coaching processes on how I wish I trained. Now, I don't tell people to do things because I read it in a book. To a certain extent, I do. And I don't do things because I've done it all the time. Once again, to a certain extent, I actually do. But the biggest thing that I emphasize a lot of my coaching on is based off the mistakes that I've made. Because I don't want people to make these five mistakes that I've done, and also several more, because I've made a lot of mistakes in the past, which is not a bad thing because a mistake is only bad if you don't learn from it. So don't be that person, learn from my mistakes, and if you have any issues, of course, or confusions, please let me know. Because I want you guys to be able to go to the gym and feel confident. I want you to be able to learn from the mistakes that I've done and make really big progress, because You don't want to be injured like I have been. You don't want to go through the long haul, so to speak, without actually understanding what you've done. So today, what I'm going to do is share five things that you can avoid and things that I wish I knew when I had first started training. Now, it's not going to be things that um, you can't change. All this stuff you can change in an instant and in the next day. So the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you my first mistake that I wish I understood when I first started training. And harder doesn't mean better. That's number one. What I mean by this is, don't get me wrong, you should be training you know, hard to a certain extent, but hard is a relative term. When I first started training, I first started training because I saw a lot of bodybuilding and the intensity level was high. You know, then I started comparing myself to professional athletes and I said, if they can do it, I can do it. If they need to push hard, I need to push hard. And this is the mentality that we probably need to really set in stone. It's not about the physical toughness, so to speak. It is to a certain extent we're training that, but it's also the mental. So I don't want you to think that you have to push yourself to the point where you have to hurt every single day. I don't want you to think that you have to go to the point where you might have to hurt yourself. And I want you to understand that there are several other ways to help you actually get to that progress point. So there are smarter ways to train. Instead of going for the maximum heaviest weights as long as possible, what you can do is try and choose a sustainable weight that you can manage and then increase smart along the way. So this is what I learned to myself when I was training. What I did was I wanted to really hit those 50 kilo dumbbells and I still haven't done them yet. The closest I ever got was 47.5, but I would love to hit those 50 kilo dumbbells. And what I wanted to do was work myself up to 2.5 kilos each set on the dumbbells each every fortnight. And I told myself, if I can do that, I'll be there by 12 months. So what I did was I'd always hit the 7.5 kilos and I'd have a rep range in my program and I'd go 15 reps on 7.5. And I was like, that's too easy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go 15 kilos and I go do the bottom of the rep range and I'll start again. I go 10 reps. Next week, do it 12 reps. After that, I'd do 14 reps. And I was like, hey, look, that's too easy again. Let's go to the next a lot. And for those who don't know, the dumbbell stack goes from 2.5, 5, 7.5, 10, 12.5, and you kind of get the gist from there. Slowly was much better for me, and it helped a lot. Now, there's other ways that you can train smarter and not harder. That includes uh, extra rep, oh, sorry, 
Extra sets and extra reps. Other things include extra rest or less rest. Another thing is tempo as well. Tempo is a really good one for you to be able to use because if you can use tempo, what you're doing is you're actually reducing the amount of physical weight that you're using, but increasing the internal amount of tension inside the muscle. And guess what? That helps you with using the muscle, utilizing energy, building muscle, helping burn fat as well. So really useful tool. So number one I'm going to leave you is harder doesn't always mean better. Train smarter, not harder. Number two is something that I've learned from my mistakes, which I now have learned from it, obviously, and now still fix it. And you can do this as well. Everyone always regrets number two. Number two is to start measuring your journey or measuring my journey. And I wish I did this even earlier and actually kept it up. The reason why is because when I first started, and for those of you who don't know, I actually started at my body weight at 47 kilos at the age of 18 and 181 centimeters. It was not a lot of weight on this frame. And I wanted to actually start training because I wanted to play basketball and I was getting kind of bullied in the, in the basketball court, so to speak. And I was just getting tossed around like tossed like a salad. And I really needed to put on some weight. So I go, hey, look, why not make a game out of this? And I'll see if I can you know, compete against some friends. Some friends and I go, hey, look, let's put some body weight on, see what we can do. And it didn't end up really well for me because I actually didn't up measuring anything at all. So what I ended up doing three years down the track was trying to see what I can change in terms of body composition. Now, funny enough, when that started, that was actually when I first started my Instagram. And I was, you know, don't get me wrong now, I've got 10 years worth of Instagram in my history, but I wish I still got those three extra years to ever see where my tracking went because I learned from that mistake. It didn't keep me motivated to keep training. And I encourage all beginners to do this, okay? Because even from the people who I'm training with now in terms of my team members and clients and whoever it might be, I always tell them to start tracking now. Track your body weight, track your weight, track your photos, even track your food if you can. But really track the journey itself because you'll really appreciate it. One day you'll look back and you'll always be proud of your progress if you're always looking at it. So it's no different from how I tell people how they first start training with us. I always say to you, hey, look, don't worry. It's going to be really hard right now. But guess what? Six months down the track, this is going to be a warm up. This is going to be a non-factor. And this still carried true to a lot of my training further down the track. And for those of you who don't know, um, and once again, go to my Instagram, sean.momentum. You can check my highlights. I was doing Olympic weightlifting in my ninth year of training. And I'd, I'd been using a barbell for nine years, but in a different way for the ninth year. Because I was like, you know what? Instead of lifting this barbell, I'm going to lift it and throw it above my head and try and catch it. For those of you out there, that's called Olympic weightlifting. There are people who do it for fun. I am no longer one of those people. And I was so infuriated that I couldn't lift 20 kilos. It was actually frustrating as hell. But I told myself, hey, look, take the videos, track it, study it. It's no different from anything else you've done in your life. And I kept telling myself, you will great, you'll be grateful in three years. You'll be grateful in four years. You'll be grateful in five years. And that's exactly what it is. And it's so funny to look back at my old progress. It is hilarious. I love it. I love actually telling people like, hey, look, you think this came natural to me? Well, guess what? I'm actually just like you. Have a look at how I fell on my ass in my ninth year, dropped this barbell on my toe, toenail fell off, all those nasty things. But it's a story. So make sure you measure your journey because you never know when it's going to be useful to another friend, to another family member. They want to know that you also struggled too. So they go, hey, look, 
I can do this too. I'm allowed to make mistakes. Okay. Number three, patience is key. Now, I kind of touched based on this in my last one when I was saying measure your journey, but everyone thinks that you can get everything done in one week, two weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks. Don't get me wrong. This is how the media is. This is how even companies start to market their businesses. To even a certain extent, I tell people too, in eight weeks and 12 weeks, we're going to try and push as hard as we can. Doesn't mean we're going to get guaranteed results. You're not looking for a 12-week cut every single time because what we're really looking at is the 30 weeks that you've done beforehand and seeing what the result is. But patience is key. Now, I want to tell you why I think patience is key or why it it actually is. Um, The person who tries to cut for 12 weeks, looking for the quick escape, the quick fix, and then guess what? After the 12th week, it's like, let's binge and never go back onto it. I want you to understand that what you're looking for is something to be long-term. You know, it's always like the uh, the stonecutter's motto. It's not always the first hit, but it's the thousandth hit. But it's not the thousandth hit that actually broke the stone. It was the 999 that led before it. You have to be patient. It will happen. And I want you to know that measuring your journey will help you with this. Know that uh, your one kilo increase per week is going to be 52 kilos in the whole year. You're not going to see it happen straight away, but it will happen internally. When I was training when I was younger, and I think, you know, being naive is always helpful. But when I was younger, I used to tell myself, hey, look, it may look like you're only doing eight kilo dumbbell curls. But guess what? Something's happening. There is something happening on the muscular level, on the cellular level, on such a small level that you just cannot see it. You just have to trust the process that something is happening. But really what I didn't understand was mentally something was happening. I was pushing myself. I was going, it's okay to be patient. Because one thing is, I do see a lot of people who start these journeys and they go, oh, six weeks down the track, didn't see anything. It doesn't work for me. We actually had some of these people come through our doors and unfortunately we couldn't help them because the person wasn't able to understand that the journey itself is a lifelong journey. So I hope that everyone out there understands that being patient is good. Okay. Be grateful that you have the opportunity to be able to look for your health or look after your health with the journey that you're going on in training in the gym. Now, This is the last uh, two last ones. I think they're very important. And so I'm going to put a lot of emphasis on this and put more information into it. Because the the first three were great, don't get me wrong, but they weren't as tangible. Number four is coaching is pivotal. I think if you're not getting coached at the moment, it really starts to affect you. And it really limits you as well. I'm going to say that because even now to this point, I don't have a coach and I'm not liking it. When I have done any sport from powerlifting to Olympic weightlifting and bodybuilding, I've had a coach and I was productive because I had someone to keep me accountable. I even had someone who motivated me because I go, hey, look, this person's doing better than me. I want to be like them. Right now, I don't. And I'm going to fix that because I want to be able to go, hey, look, I need to get better. I want to, you know, so forth, seek someone's approval. And this is where I want someone else out there to understand it. If you don't understand the, the role of a coach, trust me, you will never look back if you have the right coach. So first of all, why or how, let's go with how do you find a coach? You want to find a coach that can understand your lifestyle, be sympathetic, but also not going to let you kind of ride it, you know, like not so forth and let you get away. But you do want someone who can give you the resources given your situation. You want someone to go, hey, look, you got exams coming up. Why don't we focus on nutrition, take away training so you can actually focus on studying, open up the communication channels, 
You don't want someone who um, goes, hey, look, I'm only available one hour per day. You want someone who goes, hey, look, if you email me, I'll reply within 24 hours. Those are just things that have worked so good for me. I used to work in a gym where a manager goes, hey, look, we'd love to have you down here, but my door's open on a Wednesday, 10 to 11, even though you work here six days a week, I'm only available for one hour. I was like, look, if you're not going to give me the guidance, I can't be helped. I need some guidance, especially when I was a brand new personal trainer. So then from that experience, I went to myself and I said, what am I going to do different for my clients? So with my clients now, I give them the opportunity to email me and I always reply within 24 to 48 hours at the latest unless stated. Um, I have a Facebook group as well for people so they can ask questions, learn as well. They can message me. I don't reply until 24 to 48 hours and always within business time. So that's between Monday and Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And that's also Saturdays, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. And um, basically, it's making sure that people understand what they need to do. Now, even saying that as well, as a coach, I have a whole bunch of resources which I can offer them. So that includes our closed portal that we have. We have our YouTube channel as well, our podcasts and our IGTVs. Now, this is also accessible to the whole public. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to know more, well, you're listening to my podcast right now, hopefully. You're seeing us on Instagram Live. We have a free Facebook group. We also have our IGTVs. But even saying that for our members, we have a closed group where they can ask these questions and even learn from each other from other members as well. Being part of a community is what the coach is also trying to do. We want to immerse you with people who are trying to help you with your goal as well. So this is why a coach is so pitiful. Like you're not trying to discover things. You actually have someone who has the blueprint, who has done it, who's find out what works well, what doesn't work well. And all you need to do is discuss it with this person. And I think communication is such an important thing. And basically, if that person is over communicating with you and you're still not meeting it, then this might be something else that's happening. But we're not going to get into that. Long story short, get a coach. Always good. My last one is about nutrition. And the reason why I'm saying nutrition is really good for you is because guess what? You can't outwork a bad nutrition. Now, I used to think that all the time as a kid. I was like, hey, what are you talking about? I'm 19 and I can eat three burgers and I still look great. And everyone older than me is like, you can't get away with it for too long. And I said, don't be silly. I'm going to train for the rest of my life. Well, here we are. I'm still training and I still can't outwork my bad nutrition. But I can start to understand what is happening. And I'm grateful for the fact that 10 years ago when I first started this journey, I did research on it while I had the time. Because now if I was trying to learn something new, it's a lot harder but I would be really interested to do it, but it's just a lot harder to do it. So understand your nutrition and also know why you need to do it. So the reason why I'm saying this is because a lot of people can really run really hard on motivation. They can run really hard on fumes, but essentially if you're not fueling your body, your body's going to catch up and you're not going to be able to recover from that bad training cycle that you've had. Maybe you can't recover from Uh, Maybe you're not giving yourself enough energy to perform to the best of your ability. The next thing is, even if you're doing weight loss or muscle gain, you need to make sure your nutrition's high. So when it comes to nutrition and fat loss, you should be trying to learn how to lose fat with the most amount of food. And I mean it very nicely, but any idiot can lose weight the least amount of food. You just don't eat. But that won't last you very long, will it? The next thing is, we're going to start focusing on how you can gain muscle. Now, you should be gaining muscle to lose fat. That's just the best thing that you can do. Guess what? If you build muscle, builds your metabolic, um, builds your metabolism, 
builds your metabolism, guess what? Builds your strength, reduces risk of injury, and guess what? You use more energy at rest. So we're winning everywhere through this. Then after that, if you're starting to still see fat accumulate, you start to add cardio on top. And guess, and I'm going to stop saying guess what because I've said it at least six times. But cardio is something that you don't want to add all the way and straight at the start. You want to make sure you have a good basis of strength, a good basis of endurance, and a good basis of making sure your injuries can be reduced. This way you can start to go further and longer without actually pushing yourself past the thresholds and hurting yourself. So I highly recommend that everyone looks at their nutrition. And I do not mean go straight away to supplements. When it comes to supplements, there are three things that I would highly recommend. The first one would be nutrients. Oh, sorry, my wife says, guess what, on Instagram Live. Please, guess what, I would love to hear more. The first one I would say is make sure you get your whey protein in. Whey protein is really good for you, but you should only have one to two scoops per day. And that's just my personal opinion. People may tell you otherwise. I just want to make sure that people are eating 90% lots of food that are nutritious for you. The second one would be creatine. Creatine is really good for performance, especially strength-based sports. It's not a drug, okay? The third one that I would highly recommend for a lot of people would be something like a multivitamin, just in case if you're missing anything, because then you can actually start to get all the nutrients in. So that's going to be really good for you to be able to help you long-term. Nutrition is such a hard one because a lot of people do tend to undervalue it. Some people get very confused on it. So what I'm going to say for you is to work on it. If you need help, let me know. I can lead you to one of our resources on either Instagram, YouTube, and anywhere in between. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to summarize these five things that will help you out. Number one is harder doesn't always mean better. Number two, measure your journey. Take photos, measurements, whatever it might be. Make sure you have a journey on this. Number three, be patient, okay? You don't want to rush it. If you can be patient, you can go further and longer. The game is to always keep playing not just to burn yourself out. The next goal off that is to make sure you can get someone to teach you and coach you. Now, you, what you pay for is basically what you get. It's dependent on your value and quality as well. The last one is going to be about nutrition. You can't outwork a bad nutrition, okay? You can do the best you can, but it's going to be very hard. You're going to be trying to go up an uphill battle. It will take you a long time to understand nutrition, but it will be beneficial for you long term. Now, guys, my name is Sean. Hopefully you found that really useful. I uh, really enjoy doing these things. So if you have any questions that you would like me to answer, feel free to message me on Instagram. It's sean.momentum. If you have a question that needs asked, uh, check out my IGTV. I've got lots of resources that can help you out. But that is me for today. And I'll be on Facebook Live again next week. And another podcast will be released every single Wednesday. Thank you, everyone. Have a great night.